0: Welcome to 12 Minutes of Mental Health by Dr. Jeremy Crosby, exploring mental health symptoms, how they work, and what to do about them. While one out of every four people is dealing with a diagnosable mental health condition, everyone experiences stress and could benefit from understanding and building healthy coping skills. In this world, the issues of mental health affect everyone. The skills you need are learnable, stress is manageable, and life can be good.
1: Welcome back. This is 12 Minutes of Mental Health. I'm Dr. Jeremy Crosby. Our topic this week on the podcast is happiness. If you ask people in general, do you want to be happy in your life? Many, if not most people, will tell you, yes, I want to be happy. And yet, when we look around in the world, there are many people who don't seem to have much happiness in their lives, and also, many people don't report feeling very happy on a regular basis. So what is happiness? Let's begin with a definition. Happiness is A state of well being and contentment. It is described as a feeling that is associated with a pleasurable or satisfying experience or desirable circumstances. Why is it that so many people struggle to be happy on a regular basis? One of the problems is that in the Western world, we have been taught a particular model or method. For getting the things that we want. In general, we have been taught to identify what we want, make a plan, and then go about taking action. Pursue what you want, keep working at it, keep moving toward it until you obtain or achieve the thing that you want. We have been told that if we follow this model, That is the way to get the things we want and to achieve happiness. The problem is that happiness does not work in that way. Let's talk about the secret. Happiness is a side effect of doing things that are healthy, productive, and things that are in the direction of living well and becoming more and more mature. So if we cannot obtain happiness through this direct route that we've been taught, how do we increase the level of happiness in our lives? To do that, we increase the things that produce happiness as a side effect. Let's take a look at what those things might be. These might be called predictors of happiness. The first predictor of happiness is Positive or healthy self-esteem. When you feel valuable as a person, when you have confidence in your own abilities and you feel worthy and deserving of good outcomes that you have achieved, then your self-esteem is in a healthy direction. People with healthy self-esteem tend to report higher levels of happiness. Another factor is Having peace of mind. When you have this internal peace, you don't walk around fretting, you're not worried, you're not consumed with things like envy or greed, you're not angry all of the time. This internal peace of mind is highly correlated with higher levels of happiness. Another factor is religious or spiritual activities. People who engage in religious or spiritual practices on a regular basis tend to report having higher levels of happiness and contentment in their life. Another thing that you can do is to increase your own healthy habits. Are there certain things that you do on a regular basis that contribute to both physical and mental health? Do you read? Do you meditate? Are you engaged in some kind of therapy or therapeutic learning on an ongoing basis? Do you practice healthy self-care? These are the types of healthy habits that move you in this direction where increased mental health then creates a set of conditions that correlate with higher levels of happiness. What about your social interactions? Do you have at least a few people with whom you are close emotionally? Do you interact with these people on a regular basis? Rewarding social interactions tend to produce, again, conditions from which people report higher levels of happiness. Another factor that we find in the psychology literature is the factor of having meaning and purpose in your life. When you live in a way or do particular things that give you a sense of meaning and purpose, doing things that are valuable and truly worthy, that creates an internal experience that you've done something that actually matters. And from that, happiness tends to come along as a side effect. Another factor in the psychology literature is having a sense of mastery and control over your own life. Let's think about the opposite. If you feel that you have little to no control, often you wind up feeling helpless or feeling like a victim. That does not go very well with feeling happy. On the other hand, when you have what we call a sense of autonomy, the ability to make your own decisions and then take action, These actions lead to, usually, desirable outcomes. The overall experience of this produces a sense of mastery over your own life, or at least over your own actions. When people live in this kind of way, they tend to report having higher levels of happiness. Another factor that we find is a commitment to problem-solving. When you live in a problem-solving way, you identify situations in your life, you find options and then good solutions. When you implement those good solutions, you tend to get better outcomes and hence feel happier both about the situations you've encountered as well as your own ability to navigate those situations in a healthy and productive manner. Another thing that tends to help increase a person's sense of happiness is having goals and then regularly striving toward those goals. Our goals need to be realistic. They also need to be attainable. Many people report happiness both associated with the striving toward the goal as well as the attainment of the goal. One thing that we find in much of the psychology literature in regard to happiness is this idea of living in the now, when you are able to enjoy the moment that you have actually right now in this moment. We call this a present day orientation and being engaged in whatever is happening right before you in the moment. When people are able to truly experience the moment as it is happening, there tends to be a higher level of happiness. A few other factors to bear in mind in regard to happiness. First, having a sense of optimism whenever you look toward the future and have a realistic, optimistic view that things can and will turn out in a good or better way People tend to have an increased sense of happiness. Another factor is having a fighting spirit. What we mean by this is not going around and approaching everything in an angry or aggressive way. We mean having this inner attitude or spirit of not giving up, of being dedicated and committed to striving and persisting, sticking with things until you make progress and get to the places you are wanting to arrive at or attain. The last factor to bear in mind from the literature, this is called a lower need for quote, traditional types of success. What are those? Those are things like having extremely large amounts of power, money, status, prestige, Or influence. When people are driven by those kinds of things, it seems that they're always striving to get more and more of those things, but yet they don't ever seem to be able to step back and enjoy the moment of what it is like to have accomplished or experienced those types of outcomes. When people are less driven by those types of factors, they tend to be better able to live in the moment, appreciate the good things that in fact are in their lives at this time, and then continue making more progress moving forward. Let's talk about the flip side of the coin. Ways to make sure that you won't be happy if that's what you're really striving for. Think of these things in the vein of items to look out for or make sure that they don't creep up on you and then trip you up in your process of working on your own level of healthy happiness. Here we go. Hold grudges. Approach life in a very angry way most of the time. Blame other people frequently for every little inconvenience or misfortune that tends to pop up. Walk around fretting about all of the things that are not right in your household, your community, in the country, in the world, whatever the item might be. Envy the things that other people have that you don't have. Engage in worry quite frequently about all of these things over which you have absolutely no control never allow yourself to enjoy the things that you do have. Always walk around wanting more and more and more. When you do this, you never let yourself be satisfied or contented with anything. Other ways to make sure that you will minimize your happiness. Be excessive in your pleasures. Now, having some pleasure or enjoyable things in life, that's completely normal. However, When you take these things to the extreme, it basically ruins those things and diminishes your happiness. Other ways to reduce your happiness. Maintain the attitude that you are entitled to every good thing in life, but yet don't put forth any effort whatsoever to work toward those things or move in that direction. Always focus on what is wrong with things but never on what is right with things or the things that actually are working. Walk around feeling sorry for yourself. This is a recipe for obliterating your own happiness. Frequently focus on feelings of resentment and unfairness. This will lower your mood and, again, drastically reduce your feeling of happiness. Think about just how little you are appreciated and then take that inwardly and let it boil inside of you. Your happiness will evaporate. Entertain feelings of hatred, disgust, and agitation at the slightest little thing that does not go your way. Complain frequently. And finally, be inflexible in most things that you do. Insist that whatever you're doing, it has to be done your way or not at all. These are the factors that if you engage them or entertain them, they will gradually and consistently chip away at your happiness. Let's talk about some realistic expectations about happiness. First of all, nobody is happy all of the time if they're really honest about it. How does it work? In real life, sometimes we feel a little better, other times we feel a little worse, and it tends to fluctuate. That's how things go. For many people, happiness is a product about how they are feeling about their current circumstances. What happens with circumstances? They fluctuate. They change. Therefore, if your happiness is directly tied to your current circumstances, it will be changing quite frequently. In the end, happiness is partly tied to your experiences of life. It is also comprised of your attitude and your approach to how you feel. With that being the case, you actually can increase your own level of happiness by adjusting your attitude and your approach to how you're feeling, not only about circumstances, but about life overall. Let's talk about one more thing that actually is above and beyond happiness in and of itself. This is the concept that we call joy. Joy is defined as the transcendent capacity for contentment and positive emotions and it is above circumstances, events, or things that we are experiencing. Let's take some examples. Many people report feeling joy when a baby is born, or feeling joy when some very amazing event occurs toward which they have very positive or strong ideals. There's an inherent sense of feeling That is incredibly positive that might be tied to the event, but actually goes above and beyond the actual event. You can increase your level of joy by focusing on things that are tied directly to your beliefs, your values, and your ideals, the things that actually matter most to you. For some people, these are related to circumstances for other people, some of these things are more of a spiritual nature. When you focus on these types of things on a regular basis, not only your happiness increases, but your experience of joy and even higher level emotion can be improved. Overall, one thing that I want people to be aware of Your potential level of happiness is not some fixed level that you are born with. There is a portion that is tied to your genetics and your personality. There's also a significant portion over which you have some influence. Knowing that that's how it works, I would encourage you, put some effort into these things that tend to bring happiness along as a side effect also bear in mind that if you go directly for the thing that you believe will make you happy that is a recipe for being disappointed and not getting the happiness that you want i would encourage you practice working on these things and doing the things that move you in a direction that is healthy and productive In doing this, you can increase your overall quality of life and your level of happiness and joy that you experience on a regular basis. Keep working and keep moving forward. I offer you encouragement and trust that you are experiencing a positive level of hope and increasing mental health. I'm Dr. Jeremy Crosby. I will see you in the next episode.
0: This has been 12 Minutes of Mental Health by Dr. Jeremy Crosby. It is our hope that you are learning the skills that you need in order to heal and effectively cope with the situations in your life. We wish for you the highest good and the absolute best outcomes in all things. 12 Minutes of Mental Health is brought to you by Psyche and Soul, produced by Madonna Studios. Coming to you from the middle of nowhere. Music by Kevin McLeod.